True North, Episode 1. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams, I'm your host today, and I am joined by Pastor Wes Hillis. Welcome, Pastor Wes. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing great. Good. Glad to have you here as we um, start a new discussion on our youth podcast. So if you're tuning in and you haven't tuned in or don't tune in regularly, this is um, a podcast uh, more geared toward youth and their parents, and um, it's just another extension of what we do on Monday mornings. So tell us what you've got uh, what you've got going on. Yeah. So. Yeah, we've uh, started the summer really strong, and we kind of went to Canis Wonderland, which was just an yeah. absolutely great day. The lines were day. a bit, lines were a bit hectic, but yeah, um, but the weather was like weather was perfect, amazing. The weather was perfect. It was a great day, um, and since then, uh, we just had VBS, so mm-hmm. things uh, a lot of youth volunteers there, which is great to see. A lot of youth volunteers. I saw a lot uh, just interacting, being part of it. We a lot of our youth have also gone up to Camp Kakwa to yeah. be part of crew or other staff, which has been great to see. Um, but yeah, we've just had a really great July mm-hmm. and now going into August, we're super excited to kind of see where we're going to go next. Um, we have a few events coming up and we'll get to that at the end of the episode. Sure. But, um, yeah, we're just really excited and really looking forward to just what the rest of the summer has. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so as we mentioned at the beginning, we're starting a new series called True North. Can you tell us what that means? Well, yeah. So... We're starting a new series. We want to like kind of take on this journey of what it does. What is true north? Um, mm-hmm. Why does it matter? You know, how does it affect our daily lives? And um, when like when we think about true north, like yeah. what's what the first what's the first thing that pops in your head when you hear true north? Like I think of a compass, something to give you direction. I think of um, yeah, right. Like uh, direction, if all it's longitude, latitude, line, whatever. Yeah. And, but it's not necessarily straight up. A lot of people think like north is just, you know, straight as can be and straight up. Yeah. For some people at least. And for those who have thought that north just means straight up, true north doesn't really make sense. Like true north really doesn't make sense because, you know, we live on a sphere and... Yes. It's it's kind of weird because so there's curves and there's point. lines and it bends yeah. and and it's it's true north... Because if you follow it, you'll get to where you want to go. That's okay. the idea of what true north means. If you follow, you get to where you want to go. Um, and so I, like, Carrie, my, my, my wife's name's Carrie. She's not the most directional person. <laughs> um, so there's been multiple times where we're on the highway or something, yeah. and we see north and south, and we're like, okay, we need to go north. But sometimes to get that mixed up or just yes. like, well, north is actually that way. It's like, well, no, north is the opposite way. And yep. it's like, so it happens to everyone, though. Like yeah, I, I've been on, on the, the highway, highway. And you're like, oh, I, ha- I have to go you have north to, go- to, you have to go backwards almost to loop around onto the highway. I found it harder in Cambridge because yeah. down here in Niagara, I find like it's really easy because like you just go north for everything. Yeah, well, because in Cambridge, we're going east and uh, east west and, and north. Yeah. And it was just like trying to figure out which way it's like you're going on the highway and you see a ramp and it's like east and west and you're like no like it didn't it didn't make sense but it did at the same time so it was very very confusing um we're not just talking about the geographical sense of what true north is or directional sense 
So we'll be talking about our family life, um, figuring out decisions past high school if you're in high school, or figuring out how to navigate high school if you're coming into it. Like if you're a junior high, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stress going into high school. Like yeah. you, it's a whole new environment. And it's the same for senior high. Like if you're going to college. Oh yeah, those are big decisions for sure. It's, oh, it's frightening. And also looking at our spiritual life. Yeah. Our spiritual decisions and what we're following and what we're letting influence us, even more important. Mm-hmm. And who is God and what does he require of us? So... I kind of wanted to talk about this a little more, like, what are, what are our relationships? Now, these are all kind of things that are influencing us. Now, what are the relationships that we allow to influence us? So yeah. I would say for a lot of young people today, we're all connected on social media. Yeah, for sure. And there's a huge number of influencers out there that Absolutely. everyone follows someone else and different things. And yeah. to be honest, an influencer is what their name is. They influence people's lives and kind of get them on more of their ideas and yeah. what they're thinking. Well, it's often their job, too. It is, yeah. and I, to be completely honest, I can't think of many Christian influencers out there. Mm. To be yeah. completely honest, there really isn't many Christian influencers out there who are big name or yeah. you hear a lot of people following. Or <clears throat> And it really makes me wonder, how much influence are we letting into our lives from someone else? Yeah. How, much, how much are we letting them control our lives and not let us controlling our own? And... <clears throat> how much have we let our own compass of our life navigate to them being our true north instead of God being our true north? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. But it also, something we talked about before we started the podcast, mm-hmm. and this idea of family. Yeah. We've been stuck with our families. Yes. For the past like three years because of COVID. We've been yeah. locked in with them. Now, for many people, this may not have been a great time. <laughs> um, you know what? I can, when I, I know when I look back at our family time, there are parts of it that I'm like, oh, it was so nice. Like we've, we had some awesome times where we just like played games and my daughters and I love to bake and we tried so many new recipes and we had a lot of fun and we did like girls days with like face masks and we went for a family walk like every day. So we had a lot of bright spots. I will say there were several also <laughs> ugly times yeah. in our home and that is just I think it's for everyone, though. That is everyone, life. Everyone yeah. kind of had that, those ugly times during COVID. But there was also the really bad struggle of, like, to be honest, I don't want to see my family for a few days, and yeah. I'd rather just see my friends. Yeah. Everyone had that. I think coming out of that now, this series is really important because it kind of outlines, you know, what 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 is our true north? What are we focusing on in life? What are we letting influence us? Mm-hmm. Now, to remember high school. Yeah. Do you have any like do you remember like when you were deciding what to go for past high school mm-hmm. yeah I remember that, that was huge stress it was you like, met with like well so in high school you're, you're supposed to meet with like your guidance counselor yeah. and go through and you do like the test of what you'd be good at it's like a multiple choice and it gives you like several you absolutely know. despise that test because <laughs> the answer i got every single time was underwater welder and it oh. didn't make sense because i was not a shop person at all yeah i was not a shop person at huh. all so it made no sense for me I knew multiple guys who were full jocks and everything. Yeah. And every time they did it, they got hairdresser. Weird. And it, it, it didn't make sense to us. We're like, this doesn't fit us. Yeah. M- um, mine was pretty good. I kept getting um, things like nurse and teacher. And so hmm. I didn't want to be a nurse because I didn't like the... Um, I feel like I'm a bit tenderhearted and I was not willing to hmm. um, deal with like terminal illnesses. I thought that yeah. would be too difficult on a daily basis. Yeah. So that's what sort of steered me toward dental hygiene because it's also in healthcare and yeah. teacherish and yeah, it was good. But during that time, it's so hard to kind of find like 
where our life's going to end up and how yeah. do we follow what our true north is. Yes. For a lot of us, I would say in high school, we have when you're making these kind of life decisions, mm-hmm. a lot of the time we don't bring God into them. I would agree, yeah. A lot of the time we're just like, okay, what do I want to do? What do I want to go? Where do I want to see myself in five, ten years? Where really if we were to say, okay, God, where are you willing to place me? Mm-hmm. And the thing is God works in all wonderful, mysterious ways we don't even notice. Sometimes, say, going into dental hygiene, you're going to minister to many people. Yeah. Maybe going into, I don't know, one student's going into x-ray and yeah. different kind of stuff. And I don't remember the actual term. I know the acronym is MISSES. That's yeah. all I know. <laughs> but um, medical radiation sciences. That's, that's it. it. Way yeah. to go. Yeah. Oh, you're good. Yes. Um, but all these different ways that say God is calling us maybe calling us into it, but it's good to allow him to influence us. Mm-hmm. See, okay, where is this going? And the best way to allow this to happen, I think we've talked about this in another series. Yeah. Go to the people around you. Go to your family. Say, mm-hmm. no, this is what I'm thinking about doing past high school. And so if you're getting agreeing, first step, great. But go to your friends. Say, you know, this is what I'm thinking about doing. What do you guys think? Like, what are you guys, you guys know me. You know the yeah. side of me that's not with family. Yeah. And I think it's important to ask them as well. And if they're saying the same thing, and if you're a Christian, if you're coming to youth group, if you're going to this, well, ask the people around you as well. Back it up before you ask your friends. Are we doing like an audit of our friend group? Mm. That's a very good point because a lot of the times, say friends don't always have the best interest for us. And it's not that they don't have the best interest, but if you've got friends, I know I had many friends in high school and even, you know, then that weren't Christians that maybe wouldn't put quite that same... Like, do you need a Christian friend when you're making worldly decisions? Um, I would like to say yes, but I think at the same time, a lot of people don't have that, so no. I think my opinion is the Spirit lives inside all. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I think that each person can help with another person figure oneself out. Um, and I think that as long as they are true in honoring you hopefully and saying this is where i see this is where i see your strengths this is where i see your weaknesses i think that when you have a friend like that who can help influence you to help say see what your life is and kind of see like oh i understand what you're saying now maybe this isn't the best thing to go to or maybe this is the thing to go into ultimately though even when you're past your friends even when you're past your youth group even when you're past all this it takes a lot of self-reflection and it takes a lot of time of prayer of god i would say yeah because if we're not going into a huge life decision like this and we're not relying on God during this, what is that saying? We rely on God for a lot of other things, a lot of, say, small things, you know, different types of prayer, different types of this. Or in times of trouble. In times of trouble. Yeah. But when a decision like this, I think it's equally as important or almost as important to allow God to influence us to be our true north, to allow us to help make those decisions. Mm-hmm. And I realize while recording this, we're in the middle of summer. So we're past the time when students choose all these things. Yeah. No, no, but anybody going into grade 11 anybody. is going to be making this decision down the road. Anybody in grade yeah. 10, 9. Yeah, but these are so, so important. Yeah. When it comes to junior high, I yeah. say it might be a little different. Obviously, you're going into high school. You don't have as many decisions to make. Like, you don't have, like, you don't get to choose many of your courses or that sure. kind of stuff. Like, they're kind of select for you. But I still think there's a lot of decisions and figuring out how to navigate that are really important to kind of talk to God about. Mm-hmm. When you enter high school... There's like triple the people. Yeah. 
and you are just bombarded with people being like, oh, come be my friend, come be my friend, or maybe you're not, and maybe it's different. Maybe it's like, oh, I don't really have friends, but it's how do we navigate this tough situation what is high school, and how do we do the best that we can be? How do we um, surround ourselves with a community that supports us and loves us and shows yeah. compassion? And I think this, uh, this requires us to keep God as our true north, this idea that we can rely on him to help us to help be our waypoint. Yeah. Um, and this comes into like our spirituality as well. Kind of what we talked about earlier, this idea of influence, mm-hmm. this idea of seeing influencers on social media. Where are we getting our influence for our spirituality? If it's just on a Sunday morning or if it's just once a week at youth group, as a pastor, I hate saying this, but I'm sorry that's not enough. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fair to say. I don't think it's enough. I think we need to have different ways of meeting, different ways of connecting spiritually, whether it's a community or as an individual, to be able to communicate with God in different ways. Mm-hmm. I always try to say, I think people understand this, maybe after a few years of, say, me going up on Sunday mornings and preaching, I focus heavily on this idea of the relationship we have with God. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I focus on so much. And it's, what does this mean? What does it mean to have this relationship? And the importance of it to say, to show that, you know, God walks with us in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. All throughout our lives, God walks with us. I think of the footsteps in the sand poem is the one I yeah. come back to constantly. And for our spirituality, if we're not allowing God to influence us multiple times in our days, in our weeks, our spirituality isn't going to grow. It's not going to take hold of what is our true north. It's not going to, we're in, it's going to keep going down when other things keep rising. Yeah. And when we need to rely on God and it's low, well, we're, we're, we're going to struggle even more. Mm-hmm. But if we can keep that spirituality up, if we can keep that idea of relying on God more, keep the idea of connecting with God more. When you come to these life decisions, when you come to, you know, what is the decision I make past high school? What is the decision of who I let influence my life? That's that's a lot easier decision to make. It's a lot easier decisions I find are there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's a statistic that says that you become like the... Is it five people you spend the most time with? Is that correct? Something like that. It's, yeah. it's like you become like the most... Like the oh, yes, five yes, yes. or six people you spend the most time with. Yep. So I always, I've... Thinking lately... Who am I spending the most time with? Oh, I spent a lot of time for Renee. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky guy. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, is God? Does God make your top five? Hmm. That's a very good point. Does he? Yeah. I can't say for me. He makes my top five every single day. More, you know, more yeah. as I grow and mature, I would say yes. But like as a teenager, I don't know if I would have said he would have made my top five every single day. Yeah. It's very tricky because, like, we get so caught up and so busy in our, yeah. our lives. That it's hard. We find it hard sometimes to make time for God. The thing is, I, I view it as someone knocking on a door. Mm-hmm. And the persistence of someone knocking on a door. Well, the thing is with God, he's always at that door. Yeah. All we have to do is open and let him in. Mm-hmm. This idea that he's always there, he's always ready, he's always waiting for us. And... All I can think about right now, as I said that, was just the sermon that I'm preparing yeah. and this idea of a friend in the night yeah. knocking on a friend's door. And so it's this whole idea, um, but we'll jump, you have to wait for that one. Um, 
but here are some of the questions um, that I, some people struggle with in life and that people wrestle with. And I think that people in our world today are really asking. And it is, um, is there a clear direction in life? Mm-hmm. What is my life's purpose? And spiritually, is there really a true north or one way? All being asked, mm. all huge questions. What is my life purpose? We talked about in our past series, yeah. kind of like um, on purpose. We talked about it. Yeah. We did a sermon series here at church about it because it's a huge topic of debate. It's a huge yeah. topic of question. Is there a clear direction in life? I would say it's different for every single person. Mm-hmm. For every single person, we have to discover what is our direction in life. You know, where does it lead us? Where does it take us? COVID screwed this up for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Because people thought their life was going one way and it went another way. Yep. And it comes back to, I think, this idea of what happens when things don't go our way. Mm -hmm. Do we then turn to God and say, well, what the heck? Yeah. Or do we say, all right, maybe this is another thing of how to learn. Maybe this is another thing of how to grow. Yeah. Um, It's all on our perspective. And the last one, the third point I made there, is kind of like, is there a true north or one way? There's many different things out there in the world. Mm-hmm. Many different things that will say they're right, them, those people are wrong. And yep. since you can look at Jesus' time, there was many different religions, many different oh, yeah. ways of living, many different lifestyles. It's no different than today. Mm-hmm. And I think for us as Christians, we say, yes, there is a true north. There is this one way of living, and that's following Jesus. Following Jesus. And that's believing that Jesus bared burden jesus i can't get the word right bore our burdens yes that that and went to the cross and you know died for us that we may have life within him and this this idea that and even christians say still follow this rule of jesus life still follow this example still live the best that we can and Mm -hmm. have jesus in our hearts and lead us in our direction and saying that i want to really ask the christians who are listening is God your true north? Like, really, in our lives today, in our Western society culture, is God our true north? And if it's not, I would say, well, I think we should examine ourselves to make sure that he is. Um, Exodus 13, 22. For a little backstory, um, God's people, the Israelites, were slaves in Egypt. God had set up, up his master plan to rescue them. God Moses involved, um, and succeeded in the mission. And now the Israelites were wandering the desert trying to find their way. Yep, for a long time. And this is how God responded to the people who were seeking a, seeking direction. This is Exodus thirteen twenty two. Mm-hmm. By day the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way, and by night in a pillar of fire to guide them, um, to give them light, um, so that they could travel by day or night. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. So even back here, we see God in this incredible, amazing way leading mm-hmm. the people of Israel through the desert. Yeah. I don't know the desert that they would have been walking through, absolutely massive. Oh, yeah. It is insane. And like there's no real sense of direction when you're there. If you were to plop someone down, and let's say in our Canadian environment, in the middle of like a forest, because we have tons of forests. Yeah. 
they're not going to know which direction is which. If it's a cloudy day in Canada, you you don't know which way is north. No. But God, in this sense, was guiding the people of Israel, guiding them day and night, whatever they needed, so that they could find their direction, they could find the way. And it's really hard. It is hard to imagine. None of mm-hmm. us have the best imaginations. I wasn't there, so I have no idea what this actually would have looked like, a cloud by day and a fire by night. I can imagine maybe, but really it's like, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but he was constantly in front of people guiding them, and God provided clarity. Mm-hmm. And we fast forward, and it's like centuries later. Jesus was walking on the surface, and he provided clarity when it came to spiritual direction. At a time when he was prepping his disciples for his departure, for his death, there came this conversation. So this is John 14, verse 1 to 6. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's a very clear statement that Jesus is making. And it's a very clear statement of how he is the way, that Jesus is the way. I'm sure people have heard this many times, the way, Jesus is the way. Christians were actually labeled the way yes. as one of their first labelings in ancient times. It was this idea that you know they're part of a different way, they're part of a different sect, they're part of a different yeah. way of going, a different way of living. Well, that's still today. We're still part of this idea of a different way of living. Mm-hmm. Yes. Christians live completely differently than anybody else in the world. Yeah. And if you're like, if you've grown up in a Christian community, you won't know this. I didn't no, grow up in a Christian community. I was just going to say, I didn't realize that, I think, until like, almost maybe closer to becoming an adult how different i didn't grow up in a christian home i didn't grow okay. up so seeing how christians lived in a certain way completely different i had a student at vbs mm-hmm. who actually asked me because he's like he didn't understand that i didn't grow up in a christian home he's like so what did you do before dinner i said what, we just ate he went you didn't pray you didn't yeah do it no what about before bed like you didn't pray or didn't pray to, like didn't talk to God or through them. No. Didn't read like a Bible story. Didn't read the Bible story. Like didn't talk about God. Didn't talk about faith. Didn't talk about anything like that in general. And you kind of for many Christians are like, well, what what did you do? Yeah. Well, you just you lived. You just did other things. You filled your yeah. time with other things. You did other things. And they looked at me and they went, That's like so strange. It's so odd. Well, yeah. it's probably three quarters of the world live like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't and I think that a lot of Christians don't understand that they live a very different life. Mm-hmm. So when they tell people, oh, you should live how I live, you should do what I do, well, it's very confusing to other people. Yeah, that's true. So I just want to say um, this, this, this way that Jesus talks is so, I find, encouraging. Mm-hmm. But when I, when, I, when I heard this for the first time, that I am the way and the truth and the life, mm-hmm. I found it very encouraging. Because not only did it tell me, like, Jesus is the truth. It's the truth yeah. of life. That Jesus is love for us and that God is real in that. But also in the life that we have. The fact that we get that we live within, that we live within this relationship. And it's not just this is why I say I believe everyone has a spirit inside them. 
it's not just the people you see on Sunday mornings. It's people you see at Zayers. It's people you see at No Frills. It's people you mm-hmm. see at Walmart, of all places. All have this life living inside them. Mm-hmm. This beautiful and amazing relationship. And they don't know it's there. I think that hurts me a little bit that people don't yeah. always know it's there. But he also says, I am the way. And that no one comes to the Father except through me. That we that we ha- don't always have this relationship with God until we come to Jesus. We don't really realize it. And especially in our world today. Because when we talk about faith, when we talk about our way with God, we don't know it until we meet Jesus. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that Jesus was anything but a swear word growing up. <laughs> That's it. Like, wow. Completely. Yeah. That's all I knew about it. And it wasn't until I really met Jesus that I understood more. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think it's almost the... It's sometimes it's a bit strange for me to hear that because I did grow up in a Christian home and um, especially my dad's family, they've attended here for, I don't know, probably since the church opened. Like I have like, <laughs> you know, yeah. quite deep Wayne Fleet roots here or BIC roots, I should say. So for me to hear, you know, I mean, sometimes I think that I've taken it for granted that, hmm. you know, I've just always known and that's just always been... You know, and I have to go through some of the things that you've shared. Like, you know, like my family does, you know, it wasn't a big deal if I, you know, if we prayed before a meal or, you know, no one ever like ridiculed me or discouraged my choice to follow Jesus. It was, that was, oh, no, that's normal. That's great. So that's a very, uh, yeah, I think it's just like that idea, like we like not like the idea of taking it for granted, like. I can honestly say life hurts more not following Jesus. Yeah. Like life's still a hurt and that kind of stuff, but it hurt 10 times more yeah. not following Jesus. And it hurt, like things just hurt. Like they just beat you down. Like you question some things. Like when something bad happens in our life, we question, you know, like, oh, why did this happen? If you're not a Christian, why is this happening? Why is yeah. like, that's what you hear a lot of people say, why is the universe punishing me? Why is this yeah. happening? Well, it's because they Karma don't, they don't, or, yeah. they don't know. They don't know what's out there. They don't know that God is this person that can help influence our lives and can help provide clarity. Mm-hmm. This true North idea. Um, and it kind of leads us into this idea of show me your ways, Lord. Show me your path. Mm-hmm. True North is an invitation to surrender to surrender what we think is best and to actually trust God with the unknown. See, there's a human thing. Letting go of control just causes anxiety no matter what. Yeah. With everybody, it's a very human thing. But the more you exercise a muscle, the stronger it gets. So the more you exercise letting go, letting God kind of take control a little more, letting him be your true north, well, that muscle is going to get stronger and that Mm -hmm. trust is going to build more and that anxiety is going to build less. And you'll see that God is faithful. One of the things I can say, you'll see that God is actually faithful, that he can, he can handle our trust, that he knows what to do with it. And I just want to say what I said again, to show me your ways, Lord, to teach me your paths. Mm-hmm. I, I drew this out many years ago, and it's this idea that we all have a path in life. Mm-hmm. Each person has a path. Right. Well, I drew it as there's a straight path along. There's you and the end of life. And you're just a straight path. Well, I view it that there's a branch off this way and a branch off this way and a branch. Mm -hmm. We all have many paths we can take in life. But God, with our trust in him, 
will lead us down the path. He'll make your path straight. He'll make your path straight. And true North's invitation for humility and it's admitting that we don't have all the answers. And that's true that we don't have all the answers. And it kind of leads into what we're going to close as these questions to kind of think of. And it's where in your life do you need clarity? Where in our life do we need to surrender that control? And where in our life do we need humility? Mm. Yeah. And it's just, I hope that through this series, through this idea of True North, that we can come together, not only for those listening, but Julie and you and me can come together in our relationship with God to kind of letting go of that anxiety and letting God kind of be the influence in our daily life. That's awesome. Thank you, Pastor Wes. That was a good a good challenge for us and a, a really great message. Um, if you would like to talk to Pastor Wes, if you need someone to bounce ideas off of or if you need someone to pray with you, um, please always email him or stop him on a Sunday morning. His email address is wes at weanfleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me um, for any podcast suggestions or feedback, I'd love to hear from you as well. And my email address is julie at weanfleetbic.com. So thank you so much for tuning in today and we look forward to connecting with you again next week. Bye. Bye.